You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It's just about a week until pitchers and catchers report to spring training, and thank goodness for that. It's been a very long winter for some of us. Um, We want to sort of take a look back and look about how the teams have constructed their teams over the offseason and what kind of offseason they had. Uh, I'm Allison Twitter from MLB.com, and I'm going to be talking about the Rockies with our good friend Thomas Harding. In fact, we're going to be talking right now. So, Thomas, um, I want to talk about just in general your feeling on where the Rockies improved the most. And, I mean, I understand, like, where the Rockies are. You understand where the Rockies are. Um, They're not looking to necessarily contend this year, but they're trying to build something. And I believe that the bullpen is something that will look a little different. Uh, What do you think? Yeah, the bullpen looks totally different. In fact, I think the thing that's puzzling to a lot of the pundits out there is they built a bullpen as if this team is on the edge of going to the World Series. I mean, you're bringing in veteran relief types. Uh, Jason Mott, he is coming off injury, but really finished the season pretty strong last year before being shut down by the Chicago Cubs. He would have been uh, a participant in the World Series. Chad Qualls added a whole lot to the um, Houston Astros bullpen. And and then they go out and they get Jake McGee from the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, they traded Corey Dickerson, but they had to trade an outfielder. And it is interesting that you go out and get one of the best left-handers in the game. Uh, And with Adam Ottavino also coming off his Tommy John surgery, and he could be ready by the second half of the year, this is the type of bullpen that a lot of teams would want to build if they think, hey, this bullpen could make a difference in getting us over the top. Now, you look at – some other parts of the Rockies uh, team, and you're like, gee, they look like they're a long ways away. But they have a bullpen that seems to be right there. All those guys are under control for the next two seasons. It's almost as if this bullpen is built for a two-year window to push into the playoffs or win the whole darn thing. Okay, so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I'm kind of looking at this, okay, so they know what they have, and they see what kind of rotation they have, but they do have some young guys, and they're trying to – um, make them into very solid Rockies starters, which we know has added challenges. So we know that the worst way to lose baseball games over and over and over again is when your bullpen blows it. So if your team has a lead in the seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth inning, and then the bullpen blows it, that there's no better way to crush the morale than to do it that way. So I almost feel like they said, you know, we need to get a bullpen that's going to hold whatever leads we have, and that could have a positive uh, effect on some of these young starters, and maybe they won't be complete head cases halfway through the season if they're like, you know, three and nine. Am I like totally off on that, or is there something to that? I think you're correct about it, I'll, although I will say the way that, that they operate uh, is they believe, gee, if these starters are half decent, and with the runs we could put up, maybe the bullpen can hold leads and we can contend. I mean, there really is that thought that they are building something for the future. If you look at the rotation, there's no way you could look at that and say, yeah, this is, this is a rotation. We're going hard after it in 2016 because so many people even haven't pitched very much or they've been hurt. You know? and, and then there, there are also the prospects that are coming up. But – Part of it is rather than just put a, put up a sign saying, hey, fans, wait till the year after the year after next, I think what they're trying to say is if this starting rotation somehow pitches beyond its years, 
suddenly they can turn leads over to the bullpen. The problem in the past, especially the recent past, hasn't been the bullpen is blowing leads. The problem is there aren't any leads. The problem, like last season, is they would come out and get three runs in the first inning, two in the second, and suddenly they're behind 9-5 to five because the starting rotation was so bad. So if they can build a half-decent starting rotation and continue to score runs, then I think deep in their, deep in their hopeful hearts they're thinking, hey, this bullpen can hold leads. Okay, so I was reading a column by our good friend Lyle Spencer, who is an MLB.com columnist and is also uh, concentrates a lot on the West team. And he had a really interesting column about um, five five pitchers from the NL West that could be difference makers for their team. And he had a Rockies pitcher that we really haven't talked about a whole lot, mainly because he hasn't pitched a whole lot. But he sees Tyler Chatwood as being somebody who could um, end up having a little bit of maybe a, a bounce-back season, if you want to call it, uh, what did you think about that, and what do you think about uh, Chatwood in general? Well, you know, Lyle was covering the Anaheim Angels when Chatwood came up with them, and he saw a very athletic pitcher, um, a guy who, who who isn't bothered by a whole lot. He, he try, Now, at times, he's got him in trouble because he's tried to pitch through things, and he's coming off of a Tommy John, John surgery. But... If you look at his numbers, he has put up excellent numbers at Coors Field um, and has pitched very, he pitched very well for the year and a half that he was available to the Rockies. But uh, when he blew out his elbow um, early in the 2014 season, you haven't seen him since, but they intentionally took a little bit longer of a rehab period with him because he had Tommy John surgery at 16. So they want to make sure that this elbow is going to hold up. If he's back in there and pitching well and doesn't get hurt, and uh, more important, and I've talked to him about this, doesn't hide an injury that blows up into something else, then, yeah, he could be a very effective pitcher. You've got uh, Jorge De La Rosa, who's the best pitcher in Rockies history at Coors Field. He's pitched there longer, won more games, and I'm sure that when he's done, science is going to want to take apart his arm and body and figure out how he did it. But if Chatwood becomes that type of guy, from the right side, then uh, they've got something special in their rotation. Like I say, like, like like we all say, we don't know because he's coming off of a Tommy John surgery, and he's had, he had one at 16 and then one in his 20s, and there's almost no history of that right now. So we'll see what happens. But could Chatwood make a difference? Certainly. And the other thing that, that always helps at Coors Field, he's a very good offensive player. I mean, he's the type of guy who could play center field in the major leagues, and he can run and hit. And, hey, uh, at Coors Field, if you give up some runs pitching, maybe you could get some back hitting. Okay, so let's, uh, let's look at the different elements of the team. So let's start with the rotation. So think about the rotation as it ended the season in 2015. And if you could put a grade on it based on – uh, progress of some of the starters. Um, there's not really been any additions, but how would you grade the rotation like entering this season compared to the end of the last season? At best, incomplete. I mean, you look at this. <laughs> you look at this rotation, and um, Jorge De La Rosa. You know what you have in him. Um, Chad Bettis really came on during the season last season, and they they believe that this guy can be something in their starting rotation. They got away from an experiment with him in the bullpen, and he pitched very well for them. After that, what are you going to get? Jordan Lyles has been injured the last two years there, and and when he was pitching, you didn't see the consistency, but you saw some you saw some good things, like he threw a lot of strikes, didn't walk people, but you know there there were times when he was hittable also. Um, you've got Tyler Chatwood that we just talked about. Then you've got John Gray. I mean, here, here's a guy who's barely pitched in the major leagues, and he's there for a Rockies pitcher very quickly. Um, 
you, you've got Chris Rusin, who came over from the Cubs. They picked him up at the end of the previous season. He actually threw a complete game shutout last year, one of only, I think it's 13 in the history of Coors Field for a Rockies pitcher. But he also had some awful outings. And Eddie Butler, you know, what, what are you going to get from him? He struggled since coming up to the major leagues. Uh, Tyler Matzik, he, he, he did quite well at the end of 2014. Then in 2015, he completely lost the strike zone and dealt with some performance anxiety issues. Well, he comes back next season. David Hale, a guy from Princeton University, actually pitched quite well for the um, Atlanta Braves in a starting and relief role. Um, he was hurt most of last season and also trying to correct issues with his with, with his delivery. So what are you going to get from these guys? We'll see in spring training, but there is no way to predict it simply because they have a lot of parts and they have some other younger um, prospect types, but what are they going to do just getting into the majors and what are they going to do at course field? Okay, so we've talked about the bullpen. I think we can say that it has uh, been upgraded, so they get a pretty high mark. And what do you think about the lineup? Um, uh, it looks kind of different from the end of last year. So going into spring training, how would you uh, rate that or grade the lineup? Okay, this is a lineup that is going to score runs at Coors Field, but until I see um, them meld together and figure out ways to give good at-bats in key situations, I'm going to put it at a C, even though I still think it'll lead the league in runs, but that's kind of what happens when you're at Coors Field. And here, the reason for that is, when when they traded Troy Tulowitzki, I don't think they've replaced that. I mean, imagine this lineup with Tulowitzki, Arenado, and Carlos Gonzalez. Um, Arenado and Gonzalez are very good hitters. They they um, put runs on the board. They can, as Jim Trace used to say, score a point with one swing of the bat. Um, mm. But uh, Charlie Blackman, he looked like he was rounding into a very good leadoff guy last season. I'm looking for him to take that next step where – he is a threat on the bases, and, and um, the year before, he was a threat to hit the ball out of the ballpark. Now, can he do a little bit better and a little bit more consistently over a 162-game season? Um, D.J. LeMahieu, he looks like the type that, that can really produce a lot, but uh, can he do some of the finer parts of the game, where, whether it's move a runner in a key situation or the occasional hit-and-run thing that tripped him up last year? Um, Nick Hundley gives him some power at the catching position but and then after that i'm not sure because you you have to look at the the shortstop position uh we don't know what's going to happen there with jose reyes or will it be the prospect trevor story one guy that can make a difference though gerardo parra because he does give you a good at bet he's a tough out um they need that not just at home but on the road okay good stuff thomas thank you safe travels to arizona and we'll catch up with you there MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.